Welcome to the 16-Ounce Cinema Podcast. Hello and welcome to 16-Ounce Cinema, the podcast where we drink pints and talk pictures. I'm here with Gravestone Mike. Hey, what's up? And Sergeant Angus. Uh, and Hut. <laughs> and I am, uh, I forget what my made up name was already, but <laughs> well, I'm TJ then. I'm an asshole. I don't get a fun name. You'll be Ensign TJ, the lowly one. <laughs> oh my God, Ensign TJ. Great. Private first class. Perfect. Um, Anyway, we're, we're doing all this war, this ranking talk, because tonight's episode is coming back from war, meaning movies about people obviously coming back from war and what they go through in that experience. Uh, but before we get to that, why don't we quickly talk about our drinks for tonight? Angus, if you'd like to go uh, first. Yeah, to go along with my movie, you'll figure it out when I do the title. I picked a basic beer. Um that everybody I'm sure here has had it's shock top Belgian white. Um, okay. Yeah, that's all I got to say about it. <laughs> Never heard like. of it. <laughs> <laughs> become a real hipster. There, Angus. Uh, well, me, I got a new cigar city brewing company beer called, uh, it's actually named after a t-shirt. It's called Guayabera. And it apparently has a bunch of berries and limes and tangerines how, in it and shit. I love how much you guys love good. Cigar City. Limes and tangerines. Very citrusy. Yeah. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I, I love Cigar City. Um, that's, I don't have a Cigar City tonight. My, mine is uh, it's got lemon, ginger, manuka honey. It claims to be a, wow. a welcoming, uh, spicy, sweet bliss. Um, and it's tea because I don't feel good. Oh. So, <laughs> drinking tea. Yeah, kind it's from Puka or Puka. Yeah, because right. you know I was sick uh, for our last episode too, which uh, we might as well you know confess yeah. that due to technical difficulties and technically being assholes, we had to scrap <laughs> our '90s hood drama episode. We were, we were <laughs> delirious and we didn't know how to talk and we didn't know how to record our talking either. Um, so everything came out all wrong and all bad, and we're sorry. Um, we just want to blame Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I will throw out that you it should, really, it really you should still watch all the movies that we uh, watched for that. I watched Fresh. I, uh, I'm being put on the spot here. I have no <laughs> idea what I watched. You watched a movie that uh, I continued to claim you just made up. and then, Or not that oh, you yeah. made it up, but that you didn't actually watch it and you were making up what happened based on just looking at the IMDb. <laughs> and you couldn't keep the yeah. name straight. You watched New Jersey Drive. Yes, that's it. Thank you. That, that's, that's the one. That was part of the problem of the episode was I just kept belligerently <laughs> telling Mike that he didn't actually watch the movie and didn't let him tell I, maybe us very, what happened. Made me very, very pissy too. So and it became quiet. my movie was. I broke our IMDb. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. What? Let's just stop talking about the bad Dang. things I did. I just stopped. Go. That yes. it out. Go. Um, yeah, I watched Belly with Nas and DMX's. Big fucking swinging balls and dick. That was the only thing we got right in the episode was just talking way too much <laughs> about DMX and his balls and his dick. 
And really, that would have won him the week. So I yeah. Think. All right, let's pop up. Oh, right, now I'm gonna just drink my tea. <laughs> that was so uneventful. I'll just slurp it loud. Oh, I thought I, I thought you were describing a beer taste. <laughs> wow! Oh, that's some that's strong ginger. <laughs> oh man, the 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 ginger by volume is pretty high on this one. Well, you like gingers. Oh, I do. My my wife is a ginger. Uh, my beer tastes like shocked up. <laughs> well, yeah, this beer tastes uh, all good. right. Cool. That's out of the way. <laughs> this is a good beer. Yeah, now we can talk about some movies. Angus is going to talk about uh, a movie. All right, the movie I picked was uh, from 1986, and it was released by Troma Entertainment, called Combat Shock. I've never heard of it. Uh, it's one of their actually more critically acclaimed <laughs> movies. Um, yeah, it was directed by a man named Buddy G, starring his brother Ricky. Buddy G. Ricky G. <laughs> Is Sergeant Kabuki on in there? Because that's the only guy I know. Ah oh, man, I uh, wish that would have made it so much love better. Sergeant like Sergeant um, Kabuki Man coming back from a war. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> He just got back from a kamikaze mission. Oh, no. He didn't do it. <laughs> he chickened out and, like, all his buddies are dead now. And he feels this horrible, like, survivor guilt and this lack of pride. And, of course, his community scorns him for not. We, we, uh, we have to write Andy Kaufman about himself. this. Maybe not Andy Kaufman. A- Andy Kaufman is, uh, yeah. He's probably dead, too. You got, you got the wrong Kaufman. Yeah, I was close. I don't think they were related. Well, they were- they were supposed to be making a saving private toxie for like the last fucking 15 years. So yeah. maybe this was the plot. <laughs> All right. So my movie begins with a bunch of like Vietnam stock footage of just planes bombing the shit out of the place. Oh, mine has so much stock Vietnam footage too. Oh <laughs> mine too. Awesome. Probably All three same. of us have it. All three of nice. us probably watched the same movie opening. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it because, yeah, like the stock footage is the easiest fucking thing to do in filmmaking. Yeah, um, mine had so a lot of the helicopter tw- stuff. Yeah, it was all helicopters and um, planes just bombing on mine. Um, the in between the shots, you just see a guy running through a jungle. Just and this lasts for fucking five minutes of just the footage and him running uh. and. The the jungle that he's running through doesn't even really look like a jungle. It just looks like a nice little woods, like up in like a northeastern state. So a little bit like <laughs> and, too many pines. Yeah, like and like the water was just like really nice and clean. Um, so I looked it up. It turns out it was shot in like a marshland across the street from the Staten Island Mall. <laughs> <laughs> War comes like, to what, America. Like Twenty yards of scrub that they just had him run back and forth in. Yeah, it was the same fucking area. Like he was just running in a circle, basically. Mm-hmm. And then just the footage of just bombs and shit. Movie <laughs> like in magic. The, they took you there. Where the, where the bombs were hitting looked nothing like what he was running through. <laughs> so it just didn't match. Um, and then there's just a shot of two, for like two minutes of just tall grass by a creek just going back and forth. 
that's it just grass moving you don't see anybody you don't see any more stock footage just grass does it have any meaning yeah no, what does it all just, mean is there a metaphor an analogy like i think they just had to kill time oh okay <laughs> that's my guess and it goes back to the man running and then he starts narrating about how he lives this life every day like he lives through this and he's looking for the guys from his squad and he comes across like all these dead people and i believe some of them are the people in his squad and some of the people in the that were part of the little village and he sees like this like teenager and he starts like the teenager starts following him and the teenager's got a gun, so he's like trying to run more. And then some women just start following him for no reason. And then the guy just starts <laughs> he's freaking like out. Gump running. <laughs> 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 uh, and he notices the one girl is like really beautiful. And he gets like nervous and just is like ah, and just shoots her right in the stomach because she was too oh, pretty, no. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um so then he starts running again and then the the kids are the kid with the gun is still chasing him now especially after finding the dead girl and the guy falls over cuz he trips over a dead body and what then the kid just starts on? like so- <laughs> I don't know the kid starts just so- like softly poking him with the gun in the back just very nicely like hey man you should you should get up <laughs> like come on he just yeah, wants to chase him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's what I'm assuming. <laughs> I'd run away too from Jersey guys. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just picturing Mike getting chased around by Jersey guys now. Like they really want to <laughs> <the> Mike. <laughs> hey, come here, you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's their sounds. I don't know. Um, hey, you. So then he Polish. just wakes up. Come and- over here. <laughs> come back. <laughs> Oh, I love your games, Polish. He wakes up in his shitty apartment with a crying baby and an angry wife. Oh, no. And then they're what, just, me or the movie? <laughs> my, Mike. I, I, oh, I, I, I've been watching you, man. Oh, <laughs> I set up a camera last time I was over. That, that, that's the movie I watched. Uh, wow. <laughs> I was just pretty accurate. So just a disturbed podcast. Like every two weeks, we get together and talk about like the things we witnessed in each other's lives from the secret cameras we have up. Oh, Jesus Christ, like, bro! I can't believe you, you guys did would just that. be watching. You would just be watching me jerk off the fat chicks. Like that's it. <laughs> so um, he wakes up, and then they they're all angry and shit, um, and the baby's crying. And then you look at the baby. And the baby looks like a cross between the baby from Eraserhead, Toxic Avenger, and fuck, I don't know, Jason Voorhees, like when that's, he was a child. That's not good. Yeah, it's that, bad. That baby. Really that fucked baby up looking. Doctor. And his wife is yelling at him, like because I guess he he got Agent Orange like sprayed on, him, and that's what caused it. Oh, and he opens a letter. They're being evicted. And then he's just sitting there while like his whole life is shitty. And the sink just keeps dripping like drip, drip, drip for entirely too long. It feels like fucking water torture. <laughs> um, and he 
just starts losing his fucking mind. And like the edits in this part are like from a saw movie where it's just like a hundred clips per second. Just (laughs) you don't know what the fuck is going on through his head. I love a good. And then he just decides to take an, (laughs) he just decides to take a nice walk through his neighborhood, um, which is a horrible rundown place. Uh Um, But the best part is it's got like the greatest eighties synth like music I've ever heard. Um, just like, like do 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 it. Huh? Is it anybody who did it? Like, oh, I don't know. I didn't look that uh, up. I don't uh, care. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I think uh-huh. I think um one of his brothers did it. Maybe like um, who were they? Ricky G. Andy no, the G brothers. <laughs> Kenny G no. G unit did it. No. <laughs> yeah, Kenny G. <laughs> Kenny G fucking did it <laughs> during his synth phase. Um, there's three guys who look like they all shouldn't be hanging out with each other. One's like a Guido, one's like a Hispanic guy, and the other one's like a white punk guy. And um, apparently they like run the little area and they're threatening to beat him up because he owes them money. And then they said that they're going to put his wife and baby into the sex trade. Because people Whoa. are willing to pay more to fuck retarded babies. Where is this? Is this like New <laughs> York or something? Yeah, it's like the slums okay. of New York. But but I didn't know retarded babies go for more. Like in the sex it trade. It seems like they're like. So it's an, edu- it's an like education. Like more high maintenance. You know? Kind of. Like, you know how much drool you'd have to right? clean up? <laughs> When I picked this topic, I didn't expect a retard baby. But the economics of uh... of discussion. (laughs) Just didn't see it, but well, this is an eye-opening podcast every week or every however often we can actually successfully record. (laughs) Once a month, I'd say. That's what what we're averaging to, even though we wanted two times a week. But, anyways, what can you do? So the guy starts running again. And then he runs into a real junky ass guy whose name is Mike. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it, he reminded me of you, Mike, if you didn't have any money and were a heroin addict. <laughs> so, <laughs> that almost happened. I have to look this guy up later. <laughs> never almost <laughs> happened. Um, and then just for reason, like it flashbacks to him being locked in a small box while shit blows up again of the stock footage. And he's like in the box, like what's going on out there while the fucking villages are being burned to the ground. Oof. <laughs> uh, more. Al- this guy's not having a good time. No, but he does have an awesome soundtrack that he runs to because oh, the nice. music starts again. Nice. The music plays throughout all of it, and it's fucking incredible. Um, it sounds like one of those movies where you have to listen to the music more than anything else just to get by. Well, the, the thing is, it's the same synth song each time, but every time you hear it, you get excited. Uh. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm drinking my beer. Um, he goes to the all job right. agency. They can't find him a job, so then he just takes a nap. Uh, more flashbacks. This guy's alive. Wow, <laughs> it's, it's just—it's running, flashbacks, and sleeping. That's all he does, and occasionally getting yelled at and threatened. Yeah, by either his wife okay. or gangsters. bullies on the street. Yeah, bullies. they were more like school bullies than like gangsters. 
Well, they were trying Even to sell as a retired baby. No, that sounds sex. like an exaggerated threat of like a schoolyard bully. Oh, you know? okay. All right. I took it I seriously. Was... So No, no. no I mean, like, you got to take those kinds of threats seriously. You shouldn't threaten like that. That's just not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Except I was giggling throughout it. Um, I don't think I mentioned they they finally revealed the guy's name. His name is Frankie. And Okay. Frankie goes to Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes back and owes everyone money. Uh he Mike's dead now. Ah, oh, jeez. He's just, just dead. Like that? Yeah. I I think he overdosed was the thing. I, I just want to say uh, I have I have one of those in my movie too. It's just oh, gonna be like, oh he's dead by the way. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> they never explain it. Well, they do, but it's just like, hey, I'm dead. Ah, well, mine was never explained. Oh, Surprise! Okay. <laughs> and Frankie takes Mike's money that he had because Mike would rob people with a gun. And oh. Frankie thought he was above that. <laughs> but he's not above robbing his dead best friend. Oh, he's corpses. If yeah. TJ dies, I'm taking all, like some of his movies, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, you totally should. Uh, Frankie calls his dad. His dad thought he was dead this whole time. Um, so he's trying to borrow money from his dad, but apparently his dad lost all his money. They didn't really oh. explain why. And what a he's gonna shit die Jersey soon. family. This is such a depressing <laughs> movie. It, it, it really all these people. is severely depressing. Um, that's why this is like one of the traumas like more critically acclaimed movies is because it's not just fucking ridiculous like gore for any reason or just, just naked Oscar women. baiting depression traumatic <laughs> Oscar baiting movie. <laughs> <laughs> well they didn't re- they didn't like produce it like they just like right, distributed released it. it they released it like but they didn't have anything to do with the making oh okay okay then there's just this random chick who finds Mike's dead body and then she robs him too and steals his gun. Um, I hope we spend the next like, twenty minutes with people looting Mike in his apartment. <laughs> just everybody. There's a little prostitute girl who's like probably like nine. Of course. And Frankie starts talking to her like, "Hey, stop bullying that other girl." And then he's like trying to get to know her and stuff. And then like these guys come up like, "What are you doing with that little girl? You sick fuck!" They just beat him up. <laughs> um, and it turns out the little girl is being prostituted by the gang of the three guys who are jerks um, the school bullies he's fed up at this point and says you know what oh Mike's God. right I gotta do things differently so who's this like a gnarly low rent taxi driver kind of <laughs> yeah it, that's exactly what it is that's how to describe it I am I am not rooting for Frankie I just want to make that known well he said that you were right he says Mike's right in all this yeah. and he the, changes uh, the dirt poor heroin junkie version of Mike <laughs> yes who's <laughs> dead now <laughs> um he starts stalking a woman then he robs her and the so he's instead of like I gotta do something. He just starts committing crime instead of like yeah, that's it. That, that's okay. his way to live a good so, life is to rob women. Oh okay, wow. Which I don't know. It makes sense to me. Um, fuck. I'm saying um too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. 
I really know my, my crutches. In my, in, my, in my college class, they told me to take a deep breath when I, instead of saying, um, that's the one thing I learned <gasps> in college. <laughs> that would sound really like good, that. too. All right. Just to take a little breather. Just let, let your words you know, have a moment. There we go. Three guns start chasing <laughs> chase the music, and they start running everywhere, and then everybody is going to die. Now it's the end. <laughs> yeah, Great movie. That's basically it, you guys. I can't wait for the bullet points. No, um, <laughs> they chase him. Um, he drops the girl's purse. Like they're beating the living shit out of him. The girl's purse has Mike's gun in it. He picks it up, shoots all three of them, but like in yeah. kind of like a cool way. Then he goes home. He's listening to his wife bitch at him more. And then he's like, go, like he sits down on the couch and he's like remembering all the shit that he saw in Vietnam. And it, the way he's been playing it in his head over these years was that his army buddies all went crazy and started killing and raping all the people in the village. Like that's what he's believed this whole time since he's been back. But then when he's having the flashbacks, he realized he was the one who went crazy and killed everybody, including his own platoon. Oh boy! Oh, no. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice twist. So he decides that, oh, if I'm gonna be living in this hell, everybody else should come with me. So he shoots his fucking fat wife. He goes to the baby's crib <laughs> and shoots the fucking deformed baby. And oh my god! Then he turns the gun to himself as soon as he hears the police show up, and that's the end of my movie. Is this like <laughs> seventy minutes long? It, it's pretty short, yeah. It, it, it's trauma, like of course yeah. it's short. They're not gonna fucking dole out all this money for a big production. Wow, shit! I have to edit out. I have to edit out my notes now. I feel like I'm gonna take too much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was a great movie. Yeah, no, I actually. <laughs> the thing is, like, I skim, I skim through it like really fast and everything, but it was actually a really good movie. Like, I, I liked it. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but if anybody wants to check it out, it's on Amazon Prime or just buy it from Trauma themselves and support them because I love Trauma. So have the, it felt like a short. It felt like a short story or like a poem. <laughs> like a short story, yeah, like you know, yeah. About this guy named Frankie, you know, killed his retarded baby himself. So have the uh, G one yeah. done anything else? That's it. Uh, the one thing um, that I saw that was interesting was um, the you know the movie Maniac, right from nineteen eighty. Uh, Vaguely, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, Joe Spinell, like yeah. um, they were going to do a sequel. Oh, it's one of my favorite fucking movies ever. Like, it's probably my favorite horror movie. Um, Tom Savini did the special effects and he got his head blown off in it with a shotgun. Really good movie. They were going to do a sequel called, um, fuck. What was it? Maniac two, like, Maniac no, it was two. like Mr. Robbie. Yeah. And it was about like a clown who like was crazy. And I guess would start killing people or something, but they shot like, I think like an eight minute segment of it like to get funding to do it. But then Joe Spinell died like before um, they ever made it. So that movie is actually on the maniac 30th anniversary Blu-ray. And if I suggest buying that movie, cause that movie's better. Um, uh, that's the did, only other uh, thing. Life really is did. hot in Cracktown in 2009. 
Oh, I didn't um, know that. <laughs> if you hear, <laughs> I hear a dead baby somewhere <laughs> in the background. There. Yeah, I just, but I didn't that might happen a little bit. He's been, he's making some noises. Yeah, it is kind of spooky. Okay. I don't. I don't like when he talks in there, in the middle of the night. Uh, so, oh, but it's, it's interesting. I know Mike is next, but Buddy G is Buddy Giovinazzo. Yeah, I wasn't going to pronounce that. Is he credited like in I wasn't the video even Buddy G? Because like you know, yeah, they're still yeah. Like, it's Buddy G. Afraid to say that this guy movie. might be you know not American. So I guess it's uh, my go. Is it me? All right. So I picked the movie Gardens of Stone. Uh, this movie stars every famous person from every TNT or Ooh. TBS movie ever from the 1990s. And it also stores... No, no, Valkyrie, unfortunately. But uh, I don't... I'll, I'll get to everybody. I want, we, uh... I want, I want Angus and okay, I to try at least three more apiece. Right, three more first. each. Get, go. Wait, 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 wait. It's a, it's a war romance drama. Billy so... Zane. No. Um, I don't have my three yet. Do you have two more, Angus? William Sadler. Three. Wow. That's Michael, a good one, but no. Michael Rappaport. Fuck. I thought that was for sure. <laughs> what? No. That's, that's, uh, wow. <laughs> that's going to ruin everything for the next 10 minutes for me. His face is in my mouth. <laughs> wow. His face is in your mouth? That is what I said, but because every time somebody says Michael Rappaport, I picture that photo of him where like everybody said he had herpes. Oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, except it wasn't herpes. He just had like a cold sore or something. And, no, like, it was, that's all it was, I can. Think. It was yeah. herpes. It was probably herpes. Yeah. So I was a bit facetious with my uh, every star, but it has a lot of them. Uh, and it also has uh, Al from Quantum Leap, which is great. <laughs> and it's directed by uh, Francis Ford Coppola. So it's like a real movie. Francis um, Ford Copulation? Coppola. I'm not... <laughs> Cop Whatever. Family. He's famous. He did a lot of movies. Um, yeah, he did Peggy Sue Got Married. <laughs> I don't think I've watched that one. <laughs> don't. Oh, oh, dude, you should have no, picked his wine. Doesn't he make wine? <laughs> Yeah, he does make wine. His wine to this. Oh, that would have been so good. Well, I fucked up. I fucked up there. <laughs> um, this movie is about like the Arlington Cemetery and semi-retired army guys that do parades for dead guys while hating it. And that's like the whole two hours and a half right there. Um, and they All hate right, everything move. about it. All yeah, right. get that done. Cool. So, like, do they have something to say? <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Somehow it took till like the opening scene to make me realize that Gardens of Stone is like an allusion to the gravestones. I don't know why I didn't think that. But I didn't like think the first, like you said, Arlington Cemetery, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Like the first five minutes is just a shot of like Arlington Cemetery and all the parades and the Gardens of Stone all across all across there. So uh, the first real scene after that kind of montage is uh, is something that makes me know I'm going to love this movie. Because Pete? it's uh, it's a uh, what? <laughs> I said, What'd you say? I said feet. Oh no, there's no feet. What it is though is it's a it's a very very black sar- black sergeant, and he's calling our main guy, who I assume at this point is the main guy, a dildo. And he's just like you're a dildo, and then <laughs> that's still James one of the Earl best Jones. insults ever. 
Yeah, it's great. I haven't heard it in so long. <laughs> it's so good. And then, uh, and then James Earl Jones comes in and asks if the fella buggered his pet goat. <laughs> so that's how that's how my movie started. Uh, Earl uh, James Earl continues talking about fucking <laughs> while we uh, while we get introduced to James Con, who is also another famous guy. Yes, it's weird I to hear know. him just refer to as James Earl. <laughs> I actually wrote him as like James, James Earl, and James Earl Jones like a hundred times. So it's just going to go all the way back and forth between it. Uh, so then we're introduced to James Khan, who really doesn't want to work at the cemetery. He just wants to teach kids how to die in Vietnam. And that's basically what he says. That's just his like dream job. But instead, he's just stuck There's here. There's a lot of James in this movie. And then... Uh, lot of james it's going to be confusing i hope it's james martin but, then, but luckily we have al from quantum leap every once in a while and then he starts calling dildo dildo <laughs> so i he's just i'm gonna to refer to him as a dildo for the rest of the movie because i actually don't know his real name at this point i'm really happy with that choice um, and then edward james almost I think turns up choice. <laughs> no 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 more james we we're done with the james it's just two of them i might call him jimmy in the middle of the movie though so uh, so during a, a dinner party, James Earl explains that uh, what they actually do is kabuki theater kabuki with man. fake guns and fake bayonets. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then basically, like everyone except for Al from Quantum Leap seems to want to get the hell out of there and go into like real training. I've never seen Quantum Leap, uh, so when you say Alf, I'm just imagining the alien that eats cats. That's actually a very close proximity just, to yeah. Alf from <laughs> Quantum Leap. So. All right. Yeah, more cigars and like taller and thinner, a little less hair. Um, and then Angela Houston shows up and she's kind of hot. And uh, we see her like carrying food because she's a woman. And then James Con, <laughs> like her a dildo. James Con <laughs> does not call her a dildo. He uh, he kind of cons her into having dinner. And then uh, James Con calls James Earl and says, "Hey, I need a I need like a double date." So they have a dinner, and then one of my favorite scenes in the movie is where James Earl Jones says that Angelica, Angelica Houston is so, and I quote, yum yum, that he could drag his balls across James her James Earl Jones? <laughs> says this verbatim. I'm and totally so, YouTubing so this that. Movie, on, I gotta hear this. <laughs> so really, I think this film is just about him saying crazy <laughs> shit for the whole movie. Which makes me very happy. Um, which is actually perfect because the next scene is exactly that. It's James Earl Jones talking to a recruit. Oh, I thought he was dragging balls. He, uh... <laughs> oh, I was oh, so no, excited no. to see um... his balls dragging. That would have been the second <laughs> movie in a row with like giant black balls dragging on stuff. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. He did talk about it, so that kind of counts. We should keep it going for the next time. I know my next theme choice. Um, Big black balls. <laughs> Big black balls. Uh, but the two best uh, are already taken. So, so he's talking to this uh, to this recruit, and he's uh, he's talking about. Uh, he asked him if he has a, if he has any siblings, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I have a thirteen year old sister." Oh, wow. And then James Earl Jones gets <laughs> really close to him, and he goes. And he goes, that's really too bad that your sister isn't sexually active because I love breaking in. Uh, Jesus. Young women. <laughs> yeah, he's really into sex in this I, film. Is she retarded? Because that would drive up her price, too. <laughs> <laughs> we did not get into the specifics, but he is from Alabama. So she so could yes, have been a absolutely. little slow. She so, yes. <laughs> 
And this movie came out a few years after your movie, so maybe <laughs> like it was the same baby. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, and then in the same scene as he's kind of walking down this uh, this like aisle of recruits, he uh, he gets very very excited because Dildo knows about <laughs> worm procreation. Dildo knows that worms procreate asexually, and James Earl Jones is so happy. I've never seen him so happy before about this fact. And then uh, then he he says, "Hey Dildo, do you know who came? <laughs> do you know who came up the, with the theory of making babies without sex?" And without missing a beat, Dildo goes, is it your wife, Sergeant Major? Ooh. And then James Earl gets even happier. <laughs> and he, he gets so happy, he almost starts crying. And then J- He's like a proud father. And then J- <laughs> no, no. And then, and, then, and then so he's walking down the line. And then James Conn co- goes up next to him and, go, and it kind of gives him that proud father like, <laughs> yeah, you got this. Oh. Uh, so that's uh, that's my first thirty minutes of the movie, um, right there. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that's my movie. Um, <laughs> no, 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 it keeps I'm going. Glad. It should have kind of ended soon, but it does keep I want going. More dildo. Um, so yeah, no. So next, dildo James Earl and Khan get shit faced and beat up a bunch of guys, and then <laughs> just uh, randomly then we find like out that, guys in the street. Yeah, or? like so. J- J- no, no. James Earl Jones is like. The Sergeant Major Khan is like the guy Sergeant right Sergeant Major Khan. That's such a great name. <laughs> <laughs> no, James Canner. What's his name? And I, I think he, it's like he's it's he gets it into every contract of, for his movies that he's going to beat up a bunch of guys. <laughs> okay, it's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're at a bar, and like Dildo goes to like kind of try to pick up a chick, and then like other guys kind of beat him up, and then James Earl's like, "Hey, your boy, your boy's getting his ass kicked." And then uh, James Conn's like, not on my watch, but not exactly that. And then they go beat up the guys. <laughs> so they all get drunk together. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then James Conn and Angelica Houston. like I love that you start, can't say her name. You know, being romantic. Angelica <laughs> start, you know, being romantic? Are you being just coy? <laughs> no, no. Okay. So, the, the for, like, you know, they went on a date. And this movie's very bad at time. Like, time has no reference here. Things just kind of jump. And so, like, I guess they're now dating because, like, he starts, like, making out with Angelica Houston, except it feels like we're in third grade and it's his first kiss. It's very, like, he grabs her by the face and then he just sticks in her mouth. No, it's fucking crazy. It's a very awkward, uh, very awkward scene. Kind of nasty. Oh, also, whenever a woman shows up on screen, it means a time jump happened. So, like, every time we see Angelica Houston, it's like, oh, a week later, oh, several days later, oh, more time jumping. That's like, we actually have, never have any idea. So, like every what's time happening. there's a quantum leap? Um, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> I'm so mad at myself. I didn't get that. Uh, so, now we're, so now, since, okay, so since we saw Angelica Houston make out with James Khan, uh, now we're, uh, we're six months past, like, we took a six months jump. And uh, Dildo got a promotion. It's very nice. Uh, and everyone's, you know, friendly with each other, except they hate parades. We've seen, like, stock footage <laughs> of several parades. And then, like, and then, like really close, like, really close up to, parade. like, parades. So, you know, it's only, like, <laughs> just stock no, footage. No, it's the Dead Soldier Parade. There's, it's very much Don't Ask, Don't Tell back then, so... <laughs> so we kind of get into the meat of the film and then Khan like really hates the war and hates watching the soldiers die and when he's talking about it jazz starts playing and he starts crying a little bit so you know it's like super serious um and james <laughs> or the jazz is so good it touched him 
It might. I don't think he heard oh. the jazz. I think it was just for us. Oh, um, that makes I've noticed James Earl Jones has stopped making sex jokes, and I am very, very disappointed. Yeah, you can't make and promises in the start of your movie and not fulfill them all the way through. I just want to point this out. He never makes another sex joke again. I'm not this. So, yeah, you really just get just watch the first thirty minutes or the the, the sex jokes. That's all you need. <laughs> okay, way to sell the movie. Um, so then, uh, Con beats. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. James Earl actually sells the movie later. Sell us so, the first thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, Con actually ends up. <laughs> no, it's actually like an oh, hour okay, to it. So you, you got a good reason to to watch it towards the How middle. He actually movie? wears blackface. Like five hour. Two hours and a half. Two and a half what? hours. It's a long movie. Yeah, it's a very long movie. Why would you movie, pick dude. this? I mean, James. I guess Jones. he's got time to kill. Oh, actually, uh, you'll you'll find out why I picked it. Actually, later on, he's got it's good. Uh, so then, Khan beats up an <laughs> Khan beats up an Indian lawyer who calls him chicken shit and the baby killer. You know, for being in Vietnam. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Angelica Houston gets very upset at Khan, even though he's the one who got hit first. Like the guy, the Indian guy, like instead of hitting him, he like he put his hand on his face and kind of like slapped him around like, ah, you baby killer. And like he was very rude to him. And then just Khan just beat the Every shit out of him. Every time you say Khan, I'm just um, imagining the Star Trek villain. I know. I Me too. I wish I could. I wish James Earl Jones wasn't here. I can't call him both James. It'd be very confusing. So he's got to be Khan. And it's too much. Uh, so anyway, so Angelica Houston was on screen. So that means a time jumped again. Um, is it supposed to be a romance flick also? Because that's that's what IMDb said, but I don't really, I don't really see much of it. It doesn't sound like it at all. No, no, Dildo and Khan are both very bad with women. Like, they just, I don't know how they started dating. I don't know what happened. Oh, by the way, Dildo now gets married. That's it. It just happened. There's like a five second scene where he's with his like high school sweetheart. And then he gives her like a speech about how he loved her. And she says, oh, you only loved war. And then they get married. I have no I, idea what happened. I hope Dildo married Fleshlight. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, they get married. And that's the scene. The end. Um, the next. Yeah, no, there's more. The next part of the footage is where we get to. An hour and a half more. Uh, for now, I only got a couple more paragraphs here. Uh, the next part is uh, is uh, is uh, is where we get our inner interspersed like footage of Vietnam with all the flyovers and dying and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> and this is it's all intertwined between uh, it's all intertwined between like uh, uh, wedding scenes and training scenes for parades. So it's very it's very off putting. And I imagine, like, even though I already know the movie, I imagined at this point that this just kind of says that Dildo's going to die horribly. And I'm totally right because he dies horribly soon. Um, in Vietnam? In, yeah, in Vietnam. His batteries ran out. Um, and then, uh, then there's another scene of Angelica Houston crying again, but I forget why. And that means <laughs> that means that we get another Jesus time God. jump because Dildo just and went nine to years train gone by. for one... No, it's we're yeah. like two years, two and a half years deep because now uh, uh, he went he went training for a year and now he's back. And not only that, I actually had no idea he left until he came back. So yeah, hey, there's that. Um, he's back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's back. He's married. Uh, he goes off to war just like that. We don't really just it's 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 scenes of James Con talking to Angelica Houston and James Earl. They're just talking. He goes off to war. He comes back and dies. Oh, he doesn't come back. Sorry, he dies. 
He come. He, wait, wait. He, he, he comes back dead, dead, and then they have a parade for him. <laughs> um, and so he comes back. They have a parade, and then like everyone's like, "I hate doing parades," but everybody that knew Dildo was like, "Shut up! We're doing this right for a Dildo." Parade of buildings. <laughs> uh, that sounds awesome. And so. <laughs> And then, uh, and unfortunately, there's like 25 more minutes of the movie left, what? and it's just, yeah, it's just basically like James Con wishes Dildo was really into like sports and cars instead of Vietnam. Except now he wants to go to Vietnam because he's a fucking idiot, and now Angelica Houston is crying. And well, all the movie's these time over. jumps. How how does Vietnam even like? How is it still going? <laughs> Uh, well, Vietnam was like four or five years, and right, this is like right, a two right. and a half year in the middle. So it's like it's like right smack in the middle. Okay. Um, uh, and even you know, and I thought it was a pretty good film. And uh, you'll see, you'll see the my my next two reasons, you know, why I watched this film in the in the Horizon Shift. We'll, we'll kind of we'll, we'll settle it all home. It'll bring it all home about why it's a good movie. And that's it. All right. Uh, so for my movie. Um, I picked one going back to 1980 um, just to start out something that was fun. When I put the DVD in um, instead of saying play, it instead says start munching for <laughs> cannibal apocalypse. Uh, I get it. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so solid. this uh, stars John Saxon. Nice. Yeah. Him, he's a dick. Yeah, he seems like he would be. I, oh, you know, I was watching this, and I've been watching a little bit more of his stuff. Like, I never really watched John Saxon. You know, you, you like John Saxon, so you watch something because he's in it. And I, I've done that more recently, and he's not a good actor. No, he's by anyway, not like like some of these cult guys. They 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 have something there, and he he doesn't have anything. He's just kind of got like a face you like to look at. <laughs> And he just makes that same face the whole damn movie. Yeah. Um, can I can I say something? So anyway, like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like when I met him, I, I, I said he was Dick, but honestly, I was probably the Dick. Um, it was like eight, it was eight years ago at like a convention, and I was shit faced because it was a VIP party and they gave out free beer. And I went to him and told him I liked him that he was in a movie called Mitchell with Jodon Baker. And the only reason I liked it was because Mystery Science Theater did it. And then I explained what Mystery Science Theater was. I was like, yeah, it's guys who make fun of bad movies. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now I realize like that probably was insulting to him because he was so pissed uh, after I said that. And then I made his wife take my it, picture with him. <laughs> so I took it back saying that he was a dick. It was totally me. I was the dick. <laughs> If you ever see him again, you gotta, you gotta, you feel like you guys, you're, you're just hanging out, having, you know, coffee together. If you ever see him again, if you run into him, ask him about that movie he directed, Zombie Death House. Oh God, no, because when I brought up, when I brought I, up I, something I, somebody directed before, they got mad at me again. Like the guy who played the creature from the Black Lagoon, I brought up a movie he did called The Amazing Mister No Legs, and his response was, "I try to forget about that movie." Uh, and when an 80 year old man says that to you, it's just like, ah, God damn it. God. I'm sorry. I assume zombie death house is one that, uh, Saxon <laughs> wants to forget too, since he never attempted to direct anything afterwards. But I'm so curious, like 
how he ended up even directing. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, yeah. He he like it's weird because he puts on this accent like he's trying to be Donald Pleasance. <laughs> it's so weird. Like he, he plays like a doctor. So he, I don't know. He's trying to play like the villainous Donald Pleasance. And it's, it's really when weird. When did it come out? Um, 1987. Okay. So it was way after fucking Michael Myers. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was after the Mike Myers thing. Yeah, after Donald Pleasance had been in a, a few things of cult status. Um, so anyway, we're 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 gonna open up in Vietnam. We have the uh, stock chopper footage I mentioned. That and this is zombie death house, right? Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Or cannibal apocalypse. Start <laughs> munching from hell to victory. Um, and basically you have the, these American GIs or they're just going in and basically flame throwing everything to funky Italian synth. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Do you I, guys I, both I, had Italian synth and I had fucking jazz well, music? Both had Italian yeah. directors too. Oh, yeah. Um, I tried to look up if um, the guy who did my music was anybody. Yeah. Since I asked Fuck Angus, I wanted, I wanted to know um, it was Alexander Blockens. Steiner or something like that. His other claim to fame was the erotic adventures of Robinson <laughs> Crusoe. Um, so actually there's a bunch of immolations and I love immolations. So that's probably my I favorite part of the whole movie. Um, <laughs> um, there's a uh, exploding dogs. Saxon <laughs> just kind of stands there and shouts a bunch. Wait, did the dog yeah. just blow yeah, up on their like- own? <laughs> They were like suicide bomber dogs, and one guy went to like go near the dog. (laughs) One of the soldiers like wanted to pet the dog because I guess you're in the middle of a war zone, you still gotta stop and pet a German shepherd. And he's like, Get away from it, asshole. That's John Saxon's opening line. And then the the dog blows up. Oh, jeez. And then he uh, he mostly stands and shouts. It's one of those like, I'm gonna stand in the open and nobody's gonna shoot me kind of thing. Um, uh, and Saxon himself kind of just guns down the people that are already dead. <laughs> he guns down a lot Ooh, of corpses waste of bullets. until, yeah, until they find like their buddies are in a pit, right? A but mosh pit eating a dead girl. <laughs> yeah, they're in a mosh pit <laughs> eating the a dead girl. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um. And then there's this ridiculous back and forth, like it's like a like close ups of like Saxon staring at them, and then you see them, and then like it goes on for like forty five seconds, just this ridiculous back and forth of Saxon being disgusted that they're <laughs> eating a human. Um, and then we we come back, like uh, you know, this is I guess sort of like this is what happened. He's he's flashbacking, and he he wakes up, you know, he, he's in his house and. He decides to go down and like I open the fridge to get a glass of water and then like he sees just raw dripping bloody meat like they they just put like just the meat is dripping blood into his fridge that smells after and a while. um because Saxon because Saxon can't like um oh I forgot to mention he gets bit he gets bit By in like, that opening scene so like he's <laughs> a vampire he's a person so he's got like the so he's got the crazy in him. And so he sees this raw oh. meat, but you know, rather than looking at it, like he's suddenly got this, well, not suddenly it's, it's years later. He's come back from Vietnam. Um, but rather than looking like he's, he's fighting some sort of cannibalistic urge. It actually looks like he's just like really randy. Like he's looking <laughs> at this meat. Oh baby. Oh baby. Yeah. Drip blood in my fridge. And um, it was just really weird. And 
like there's like this French drama music. Like it's like ro- almost romantic music plays. Um, and then, you know, his, his wife comes down and he's kind of just like, ah, all Vietnam fucked up. They had that scene. Um, and so she, she goes out and it, like, because it's morning now and it's time for her to go on with her day. And as she's out, she meets, uh, I guess like not quite the neighbor. He lives a few blocks away, but he's, uh, like there, um, he's John Saxon's doctor. And so she, she says, hey, can I give you a ride back to your house? I need to talk to you about John Saxon. <laughs> she refers to her husband uh, as John Saxon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I had to actually had some people like knock on my door the other day. And said, hey, can we take a moment to talk to you about John Saxon? <laughs> terrible acting on the door. Uh, so she... She lays out, you know, he's acting weird and all that. And like whatever treatment doesn't seem to be working. And then the doctor is like, you know, you know, my, my, my advice for you is solid. You should have married me instead. And then he gets out of the, he gets out of the car and yeah, I'm a doctor. We go back to John Sachs and just kind of like looking at his walls and he has photos on his wall, but they're photos of like fucking explosions and like Vietnam carnage. So it's like, no wonder this guy's not better. Like, I, I thought you were gonna say, I thought you were gonna say meat, just like raw meat, just hanging. He's just staring at pictures of like helicopters blowing up. And I'm, I'm just like, imagining they're in those frames that are shaped like hearts themselves. that you get for Valentine's Day. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, so then the, the the little the little neighbor girl she's like 16 right she like so so he's out flying a little like remote control airplane and it ends up crashing and because like the little girl's brother fucks it up um anyway he goes inside with the 16 year old neighbor for whatever reason i forget the the like you know initial reason um anyway like then she he starts like massaging her nice. like on her leg and then she like starts to come on to him and because john saxon can't act you don't know where this scene is going because he, he looks at her like this kind of like disapproving father look like no no um <laughs> but with like a little smirk like oh well it's nice of nice. you to think of me like that but no way and then they bang i'm like wait you did it like yeah, so right. he bangs the sixteen-year-old John Sexton. <laughs> yes, John Sexton. <laughs> and um, so now we we cut to there's a movie theater, right? And um, his buddy that he rescued from the cannibal pit, who was um, I don't know how to say his last name, but Giovanni Radici. He was yeah. The, oh like, shit, he's in that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. Um, for Mike might not know, he was like a the little crazy one in the house on the edge of the park. Um, anyway, he's just a little crazy Italian dude, basically. Um, Ricky. and he's a little crazy American dude in this one. Uh, <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> Those were our fake names. So he's in the th- <laughs> he's in the theater, and then like he sees this couple making out, but because their mouths are on each other, he like loses it and starts like just biting at her and him. And so he just, he has an episode and he, he runs out of the theater and he um, basically there's this whole like crazy to do. And he pisses off a bunch of bikers and he's shooting at people. He gets, it turns into this huge standoff where he's inside of like an indoor flea market (laughs) and he's killed a bunch of bikers and other people. So the bikers want at him and the police show up and there's this like 
Lee Marvin wannabe, who is the sheriff. <laughs> he just like tries to act tough, but he's just like, you're not anybody. Um, and he, of course he spouts off just nonsense, tough guy talk. It's um, really escalated from seeing so, a bad movie. <laughs> like he just yeah. left the theater and just fucking so, just went on killing spree and bikers. And what, what's going right, on? Yeah, I'm so so he's holding up with, with like rifles and shit and shooting people down from this flea market. And then, you know, it makes the news and John Saxon's wife hears about it. And first she has this look like, like she immediately thinks just because like some guy's shooting up town, that it must be John Saxon. Oh, John. So pulls home to like, I guess, but then like, I guess she assumes it's his buddy. She's like, Oh, Hey, Giovanni is, you know, at it again. And, um, so Saxon's kind of like, well, I got to be done with you, little girl. And she's like, no one's ever bit me like that before. <laughs> and uh, he goes down and he, he, he goes, goes to talk down, down with yeah. buddy. He goes down. <laughs> no, no, he already went down, actually. He already went oh. down. That's how that's going um, So he goes down to the flea market to talk talk his buddy out. And um, you know, he gets in. And then they, they tear gas them. But he's like, remember – all you have to do is piss on it. And it I, don't, I don't know if that's thing? an actual, like, you know, Vietnam tip. <laughs> <laughs> no, the tear gas. He pisses on the tear gas canister. And well, then they're okay. <laughs> oh. He's chasing I imagine this is any theme the place throughout this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Well, I, like I started the circus theme. Oh, wait, I can't remember how that goes. We both did the circus Okay, no, it's, um, shit. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I understand it completely. Now. Um. So anyway, they 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 managed to get Giovanni out of there without him getting killed. He bites a cop as he's being arrested. Um. Then we just get this random scene of the 16 year old girl and her little brother. They're at home. And like the 16 year old girl is just basically just hanging out in her room. And her mom's like, why don't you fucking clean? You never clean. You need to clean. Why don't you clean your room? Since you're in there all day. Blowing like she goes down. She goes downstairs and like screams at the little boy for like, I don't know, eating a cookie or watching TV or something. She's just in there just screaming at them. And then that's the scene. Um, and then we go back to the asylum where Giovanni has been taken and Giovanni is there with the, the black guy. He was actually there James at the Earl beginning, Jones. but we haven't seen him again until then. <laughs> yeah. James Earl Jones was in the pit <laughs> and like this guy loves to yell. He yells so much. Um, uh, he's just loud, like get the fuckers, bite him, eat him, fuck him. Like whatever, whatever the situation calls for, he is yelling about it the entire movie. Um, so they do some sort of, you know, whatever crazy person trick. Um, and then they get to start like biting people and they're an insane asylum and they're like escaping. And, um, it's kind of like, this is the part where I start to realize like, this is like 45 (laughs) minutes into the movie. So this movie is basically like a, a zombie or an outbreak movie. But if it only told you about, the uh, like the initial outbreak not about the swarms or dealing yeah, exactly. with it at all just the very 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 spark when you picked this did you realize it was going to be like this or um, did you think it was going to be like a like more of like a just a regular back from war movie or did you realize it was going to be then <laughs> okay well i mean i had seen it before and i remembered it being boring 
Um, but I hadn't seen it in so long that I didn't remember it at all. And I was kind of looking it up before I watched it again. And like I saw reviews saying it was more story driven uh, than you might expect. And I was like, okay. So yeah, it's more like there's not a lot of gore or action in it. Um, I've heard a lot of biting. That's yeah. pretty gory, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a lot of it hasn't been super gory yet. There's some pretty good gore effects near the end, but I wouldn't like sell it on okay. its gore, you know? Um, I love the flipping. So we, we, we leave <laughs> the, yeah, uh, we leave the asylum chaos for a moment and we see um, Saxon's having a conversation with his wife. And he's sort of confessing to banging the next girl neighbor. And she's like, oh, my God, John, <laughs> not again. And um, but then he starts to say, no, no, it's it's not not that. No, I had this urge to bite her. Oh, well, fucking her's OK, but biting. No. <laughs> John, you're getting crazy. Just um, fuck the neighbor, then- OK? It's too much, John. It's too much. <laughs> where Where am I going now? My my notes get really out there in this last bit. Um, so anyway, the, the 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 asylum continues. Saxon ends up there, um, but what happens is that like you see the then the, this is where like they lose all the American actors, so they have really just you know your typical Italian dubbing, which is really like makes me feel good. I love it. What do you mean they lost them? There's no American actors for a moment. Um, Did they just disappear? Well, they're all dubbed, so maybe they were still American, just being dubbed over. Um, Was John so Saxon anyway, dubbed? No, he might as well oh. have been, though. Ah. Uh, so the gore mostly consists of like just a lot of fake blood rather than seeing stuff happen, at least for this part of the movie. But it's still directed pretty well. Like You feel still a little squirmy about it. Um, so as the, the asylum outbreak continues, um, there's a moment where like, you know, there's a guy who might finally stand up or stand up to the, the cannibals and he gets taken out and you don't see who, and then you see that it's John Saxon and he very slowly wipes the blood off of his mouth. Um, and then the French drama music comes back again. And basically from here, John Saxon, Giovanni, the black guy and this, um, uh, one of the uh, woman doctor who got bit and turned crazy. They just basically go out for a night on the town as cannibals. Um, Wait, except the, that no, you said a woman doctor, but who, what what was yeah. the doctor that wanted to be with his wife? Yeah. Uh, so, so he he's around, the fuck but his wife. like not. He doesn't okay. get killed here yet. So, so um, she does kill a different doctor. Uh, Pretty gruesomely, but <laughs> yeah, Doctor Apocalypse. The thing is that like, when they go on their doctors, little Jesus. like their their rampage, they're kind of just like I wrote down cannibal <laughs> muggers because they just kind of attack people and like take stuff off of them, like guns and stuff. Um, Do they eat them? They they sometimes they bite them, but mostly they actually shoot people. So instead of like, they don't go crazy like zombies. They're basically just like, oh, something's wrong with us. We're crazy. We got to get away. And then, but they think very clearly and consciously. And they're also like, man, I just want to eat flesh. All right. But, but you say they only take a bite. 
For the most part, yeah. There's not a lot of like. They're watching watching their figures. It's the seventies. Yeah, there's not a lot. I guess they got full, and then they, but they still just wanted to kill or something. Cannibals Um, who look at carbon take. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I didn't quite understand. It was just so weird because it's basically just violent people running away. Sounds like they're a bunch of assholes who just. But they were implying that this eventually makes you lose all your faculties, but then that doesn't actually happen. Anyway, they end up in the sewers, and I wrote down that they're now chuds because they're (laughs) uh, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers now. And then the chuds Uh, came at me. They they continue to just basically they just get in a bunch of shootouts with the police. Um, the woman, the cannibal woman, despite this like neurotic disease is still afraid of rats in the sewer and more people catch on fire down here. Um, Giovanni gets like his entire like middle blown out by a shotgun, which is like the money shot of the moon. I like him. It's really cool and is it is the little the hole and you see right through him and it drips bloody nastiness and all that awesome stuff um and then basically all of them ended up dead except john saxon who gets back to his house and then there's this kind of like moment he gets back in his vietnam uniform and he basically had this moment where he kind of like stands down with his uh his wife comes in and then the, the doctor who wanted to marry his wife comes in and they just all end up dead. I forgot expect. he went to war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, then, then of course, like the cop that was bit is still in fact, there's still infected people out there. So, and then the, the last bit you see that the, um, the neighbor girl and her little brother have chopped up their mother and her pieces are in the fridge. Nice. And that's the movie. <laughs> right. That's a cannibal apocalypse. I was hoping he died, but that's cool too. John Saxon did die. Oh. Yeah. All right. And then the p- cops were like, well, thank God it's all over, but it's not. So is the only one left the little girl with the pieces in the fridge? But no, there's the, the there a bunch of cops got infected because the one guy who got bit. There's a scene in like the um where they're, we yeah. did a part two. There's a scene where they, I skipped over. There's a scene where they're downtown and like in the office it was actually a pretty gruesome scene where like a bunch of people got chopped up and bit and then shot. Um, but yeah, along the way they've infected quite a few people, just with simple bites, and they didn't kill them. And then now they're going to go on, and everybody, I guess, everybody in the world's going to be become a, a cannibal who still can think and act and do well, this stuff. Was- this was by far the most life. realistic of them. You can still live a, <laughs> you can still live a full life despite being a cannibal. Cool. And with my movie done, it's now time to move on to our best bullet points, where we each tell the best parts of our movies. Uh, I didn't write any this time. Um, I don't think I ever do, to be honest. Oh. But. Yeah, no, it's not. It's that only it's only a third of our shit. podcast. That's um, okay. Trauma movie, <laughs> bullet point. That's a pretty good one because we all yeah, love trauma. One, um, like it. I love the idea of trauma more, but I got what? you. I will fight you. So <laughs> um, the retarded baby is actually pretty fun looking. I, I, that sounds horrible to say, but. It, it, <laughs> it is. Does it, does, it, does it look better, dead, or alive? 
well dead like he just literally blows it out of the fucking crib <laughs> with the gun like it just explodes <laughs> That's the well, sound I think of- that noise just might have sold it for you yeah. <laughs> that, that was the exact sound like I played it from the clip that wasn't me <laughs> that was perfect just like we heard the Benny Hill theme earlier oh yeah I did it Fuck. I mean I played it flawlessly <laughs> Yeah, we're getting real good at our editing. <laughs> and um I don't know, like the 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 movie was like like I said, it's surprisingly good for like a trauma movie. Like the story was like really well structured and like it was really dark and you actually felt like for the character, like more so than you would like one of their I, regular I felt for the character because a bunch of Jersey assholes was after him, so I felt Yeah, I felt like those guys were dicks. Fuck them. Like, we've all been fucked with Jersey guys, especially mm-hmm. Mike. They oh, caused yeah. him the OD. Especially Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that. Um, it was awkward. There was something else. Um, the synth music is just fucking hilarious and great. So, I know I already said that a bunch, but... I, I could almost watch a movie on that alone. Like, I, I would totally buy the vinyl if it was available, and it would just be the one song for fucking fifty minutes. <laughs> that's all it was was that song, and that's all I got. All right, so uh, okay. so for me, there was this like ten minute scene, like an hour twenty into the movie, where uh, everybody plays dress up in the park, and they all pretend they're in Vietnam. And uh, James Kahn just kind of like shits all over everyone as a really? like, play fighting. No, no, like they're play fighting. So like so everyone has to like, yeah, that's right. And so everyone is mad because it's supposed to be a game, but he's like just doing it for real. And his team is just kicking everyone's <laughs> ass and they can't find him. And like the war game was supposed to end like two days ago. And everyone's like, well, we, we got to find James Kahn. Where the fuck is he? But did they play the war um, game like in the cemetery? No, no, they actually played it in like a major park. So they're oh, like okay. in just in a park in Washington, D.C. somewhere. Uh, a public park, I might add. And then uh, and then so James Earl Jones puts on blackface <laughs> and sneaks up on Khan through a through a rift. Why would he yeah, do that? Yeah, James Earl Jones <laughs> puts on blackface. I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to, I guess, be like that army shit that they put on, but it's just <laughs> him wearing blackface. So that's all it is. So wait, so anyway, so he sneaks, he sneaks through a river and like sneaks up on James Cannon's character. Big, big fat James Earl Jones sneaks up on somebody. <laughs> yeah, wearing blackface through a river, he jumps out of the river and puts James Con in the headlock and tells him to knock the shit off, and then, uh, and then they hug. Because they have a little moment together, and and uh, and he's like, "All right, but just give me a day. Let me get one more day." And then James Earl Jones is like, "All right, you got a day. If not, I'll put my balls uh, on your head. They, yeah, I'm gonna drag him. <laughs> <laughs> You're so yum yum." And so uh, and so that extra day he uses to uh, steal Al from Quantum Leap, <laughs> and they hog tie him, and it's amazing. And Al is very mad, and that's uh, that's why you should watch this film. <laughs> that's a good scene in the film. All right, I'm done. All right, so Cannibal Apocalypse. I, I feel like I've laid all my cards out on the table already. There's not a lot of selling points in there. Um, you know, first of all, of course, John Saxon, even though I berated Ooh. all of his acting. Like I said, yeah, the whole movie was just he berating him. Like I said, he's, still, he's got a face that you just you like to look at. I don't know. He, he has presence. He can't act, but the dude has presence, which just d- defies all logic. But I'll give him that. Um, 
the other part is just cannibals fighting bikers. That's the <laughs> all the action in this movie is cannibals versus bikers. There's a moment where like the cannibals, you know, the the squad of cannibals are against the squad of bikers and they're fighting around a burning car. And the action is directed pretty well. Like I said, like the gore isn't much more than just a lot of blood for the most part, but it's directed well enough to make you squeamish. Um, and just, you know, that it's interesting like, maybe it's not the, the, it didn't be create the best movie. They didn't create the most drama out of it, but there's not a lot of movies that are just like, just the outbreak or where like whatever's turning people into eating other people where they keep their, you know, intelligence. That's actually, I think very unique to this movie. Um, and I would list that as a selling uh-huh. point. That, that's I love John I Saxon. So. I would love to bring this up to him and him be mad at me. <laughs> I don't think he should. Like he's got no reason to be mad about. He had no reason to be mad about Mitchell. I don't think. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, a boring movie. It could have been more exciting, but it, it's decent. It's not terrible. There's no like just glaring well, flaws or. I mean, it's flawed, but there's nothing. What if I went up to him in front of the movie? Just like, know? dude, the way you fucked that sixteen-year-old. Woo. I think then he could be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there something? I bet he'd be super is there something to, left like, on the cutting the room floor? Floor because they didn't show anything in the movie. But I know you. Come on, Johnny. I know you filmed something. <laughs> Johnny Sexton. Should I call you Johnny Sexton? Right? Am I right? I go to give his wife a high five. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but does his wife just always go there with him? Like, she's his keeper? Well, yeah. I mean, like, if you're going to get a free holiday in fucking Orlando, you'd take your I wife. Guess so, I mean, yeah. Like, it makes uh, if sense. If you want to fuck a bunch of 16 year olds. Right. Fuck. Yeah. Just John Saxon cleaning up on chubby goth girls. <laughs> <laughs> Living my dream. well if we're done with our best bullet points we can move on to our final and best segment yes um that's the moment where we have to relate all of our movies to paul w s epic glory event horizon in a piece we call the horizon shift Angus? God damn it, Angus. I, I was the waiting. Way. I wanted to interrupt the music. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. oh, shit. That's so remembers. So with my movie, basically, the guy goes to hell, right? Going to Vietnam and stuff. Gotcha. That's his hell. Yeah. He goes to it. And then once he gets back, he wants to take everybody else back to that hell that he went into. So what he does Ooh, is he kills them deep. all. That's pretty deep. Boom. Wow. I like that. The essence Perfect. is the same. Short and sweet. It's beautiful. Well, uh, for my horizon <laughs> shift, I unfortunately cheated because Lawrence Lawrence fucking Fishburne is randomly throughout this movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a gimme. Yeah, it is a kind of a gimme. 
Can't help it. In the uh, in the opening scene, he's he basically he's just full of swagger the whole movie. He just kind of walks around. Does he have a cool <laughs> chair? He doesn't have a cool chair, but he has a cool. <laughs> he, he just has a cool look and swagger. That's yeah. but the coolest part. The way the, so he's like he's like a, he's like he's you know he's like a middle middle management army guy. I don't know what you're supposed to call him, sure. but uh, but he's a real dick to his guys, right? So he's being a dick, you know, not like not like a captain's supposed to be. So when he's about to like beat up a guy, dildo's like dildo beats him up instead and teaches him like a life lesson about how you shouldn't beat up. Uh, I've your been beat up with a dildo before, and it sucks. so uh, so he teaches him how to be a captain, and that's uh, my <laughs> Well, I think Lawrence took it to heart as uh, you know. He was, a, he was a great captain in Event Horizon. Yeah, he so was. I think it was all because of Dildo. He's a good captain in uh, the Matrix too. So that's right. Well, so for oh, Cannibal so Apocalypse, uh, I do have, of course, a Horizon shift. I have a fun little. Um, <laughs> I have a fun little anecdote that uh, Event Horizon came out on August fifteenth, and John Saxon's birthday is only ten days before that on August fifth. Oh, they were which is also my wife's birthday. Wow. <laughs> my wife was thrilled to hear that she shares a birthday with John Saxon. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Now we're just um, related to our wives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, you're just jealous. You don't have some kind of connection to John Saxon like that. I met him and offended him. Um, <laughs> I have the biggest connection to him. He yeah, but your wives don't share a birthday. <laughs> your wives? I'm not married. <laughs> um, so my horizon shift is um, that basically to the, the beginning – um, John Saxon's obviously he's got this problem, but he, he's very strongly overcoming it. And you're kind of, and because of who he is, you're kind of led to believe that he's going to be the hero. Kind of like how, you know, Sam Neill also has a similar kind of like, not similar, a lesser, but still their kind of cult status as an actor. Um, and even then, as you know, go, let's go back to the first time you ever saw Event Horizon. You can't deny that you thought like Sam Neill was going to be the hero of the day. Um, but then, of course, by the end, it twists and he becomes the leader of the the evil. And that's also what Saxon does in here. He kind of goes from your expectation that he's going to be a hero and save the day to being the number one bad guy. Bad. That's my horizon shift. Oh, you don't okay. like it. It's been so good until I started. <laughs> the disappointment in your like, voice. It's so sad. It looked, it looked so TJ good it, when just the one little it note I jotted on paper. But as soon as I was speaking it out loud, I was like, this is terrible. I can't. I'm not, like, I'm, I like, I'm not even selling this. So. Oh, no. Mine was pretty awesome. So. Yeah, yours, uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like yours took the wind yeah. out of my sails because I was like, oh, <laughs> ours are kind of similar because your guy twisted too. Like, you know, he twisted and turned out he was yeah. actually the whole bad too. I was like, well, damn it. So now we got to go around and vote on the winner. Uh, I guess because so, I went first. Yes. I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, uh, fuck. Yeah. I'm. As much as I don't want to, I'm going to go John Sexton. <laughs> but honestly, neither movie <laughs> really piqued my interest. Sorry. Nah, I think we, we had a bunch of duds this week. Yeah. <laughs> Not terrible movies. Just, just duds. 
Well, James, James, that, that had a lot of sex good, jokes. I think that was like, my highlight. That's, I mean, that's you don't see John so. Saxon in too much, yeah. so it's kind of always exciting to see him in something. True. Yeah. Uh, as for me, I, I really hate New Jersey and everyone from there. So <laughs> it was New York. So, it was Staten Island. Uh, whatever. I'm pretending it's New it's Jersey. Not, like, still. You can't like yeah. fucking fault me on something that it wasn't. Well, actually, that, I'm not faulting you. I'm giving you oh. extra points for it because, <laughs> yeah, because in my head, like they just the whole movie was about how Vietnam sucks, just oh, like nice. New Jersey. Oh, so that's I'm, deep. I kind of. I kind of want to see your movie because of that. Yes. So I, I choose, I guess. Yay. All right. Now it's down to, uh, to me. Um, yeah. So we're either nobody wins or Angus is going to win. And yeah. so the, the, the truth, uh, I'm going to drag this out like a little fucking bitch. Oh, um, I'm trying to find <laughs> words to drag it out. I'm going to just stall by stalling. Um, so looking at your arguments, you have um, kind of like a gritty, almost metaphorical hell story um, that's short and sweet, but really depressing and really dark. And then you have something that's the opposite that's not short and sweet, but has James Earl Jones making really nasty jokes you wouldn't expect him to. And it also seems to have a very nice core of just like brotherhood running throughout the entire film. But um, the sex jokes are only 30 which, minutes throughout a two really and a half hour this. movie. Yeah, yeah, dude. You you haven't given me anything that makes me think it's worth sitting through two and a half hours instead of just hopping on YouTube and chuckling at James Earl Jones for ten minutes. So uh, combat shock has yes. to get it because yeah, <laughs> you didn't sell me on it for the, the runtime. Uh, I, 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 I gotta get better like at the that. Mechanic that every, I, it was tempting to watch it just for that mechanic of every time you see a woman, there's a jump in time. That sounds that interesting. Was pretty- I wish I could. I wish I could write him a letter and ask him if that's what he was doing. Yeah, if it was deliberate or just kind of like, eh. Plus, plus all three of us to watch the movie with uh, Italian directors, which is kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even. Yeah. Yeah. That that is interesting. So, Angus, do you have a um, do you have a theme Uh, ready to go, or are you gonna just tell us? Should I do that one that I sent you guys before that I thought was hilarious? I'm totally not, not <laughs> done with that. Wait, <laughs> you make up whatever I, you want so you can watch wait, that movie, but I'm not. I want yeah, to know what you saw. Oh, oh, I just yeah. wanted to do um, what, socially, oh, no, it's just, it's just, socially no, progressive no. movies that were ahead of their time. Yeah, I mean, that could be a lot. That could be a lot of nah, different things. It could, but I'm not prepared to, to dig it's, that. It's really just tight, a bunch of watch. Uh-huh. Not to disparage yeah, socially progressive angry. films, but come on, I can't, I can't sneak a cannibal apocalypse I mean, in there on that theme. I don't, I think I could sneak <laughs> in a Serbian film to that. So, oh. <laughs> it'd be funny. If that's what we all picked. <laughs> uh. Um. All right. <laughs> I did suggest boiling it down to gender bender. That will still allow you to. Have no, that movie that's that not as want. funny. So I'll just wait on that movie until I can pick a funnier theme. So um, I'm going to go with All right. horrible comic book adaptation. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. That, that's well, very um, ripe. 
I hope somebody picks something that we just get into a vicious argument over. Like Mike picks Dark oh my Man. God. I'm picking Mike picks Green. Dark Man and just tries to shit on Dark Man. I would totally shit on Dark Man. <laughs> you would shit on Dark Man, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Bastard. But Liam Neeson is what? in it. Yeah, I don't care. Fuck Liam Neeson. It does open us up to to oh. to Dark Man 2 uh-huh. and Dark Man 3. Die, Dark Man. Die, Dark Man. Die. <laughs> I'm sure those are pretty horrible. Vote, Dark Man, vote. All right. Well, instead of debating what movie we're <laughs> we're gonna end up watching, I guess we might as well sign off. So, I've been some lesser ranked asshole with no say in anything, and I don't even have a name. And say goodbye to Angus and uh, Gravestone, That's Sergeant, Sergeant Angus. Angus. I'm, Show me the respect. I'm sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. We'll Drop and give me sir. twenty, Private. Goddamn, Private. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. See you. Good night.